On today's episode of More Important Issues, we're talking Tennessee basketball. We're also talking the NCAA tournament, March Madness. We have some vol baseball. Today's segments include Most Important of the Week, Fail of the Week, and Over the Basket. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its first, its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, MyBookie is a place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. MyBookie has been in the business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit MyBookie today with promo code ISSUE for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Read it, dit to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, March 24th. March Madness is in full swing. The Vols are still alive. I'm not even really going to say barely. I mean, it was a close game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we never – Iowa never led. No, they did not. So, you know, I mean, obviously you're upset with the way you um, closed out the second half. But, you know, you do have to look at it as they never led the game. So, realistically, Tennessee was technically in control the whole time, um, especially from the get-go, a hot first half. And at the end of the day, it's March. you got to win move on to the next one, and you get a little break. This is a good time to have an overtime game versus um, Friday or Thursday. Is that when they play next? Yes. Thursday. So that, you know, if you're going to pick an overtime game, this was definitely the one to pick. The last time we saw you all, oh, shoot, we took a while off. When was the last time we saw them? Week and a half. Week and a half. So we've enjoyed not last Wednesday, but the one before that. We've enjoyed um, a nice spring break. Hope you all have as well. Um, sorry, we just weren't we weren't able to work it out, but no big deal. Um, that was my fault. I, no. I was in Miami. It's, it's my way. fault. I'm the worst. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Um, I I mean I drove to Nashville for oh, the yeah, you took a break too. Championship. It's also your fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I, I said it's not your fault. Um, I drove to Nashville on Sunday. Woke up at nine thirty. Decided I wanted to go. Bought tickets. I'm not going to tell you how fast I was going. All you need to know is I got to Nashville from Knoxville in two hours and 15 minutes. And I watched the balls get their asses kicked. Yeah, let's not talk about that. No, but I, I do. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that I did haul ass to get there. I had to sit in the Auburn section. I got what I deserve, I guess. I mean, I didn't hey, deserve true it. fan. I didn't deserve that. You're a true fan. I you am. did not deserve that. I didn't. That's, I, that's I, I, I was sore from a, a good hike I did on Friday slash Saturday, and I... I did take an Uber from Nissan to a hotel that I had to like pick up, like the StubHub, like kiosk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can't just print your tickets for events like that. You have to actually get like the physical ticket. Okay. Um, so I had to go pick that up. But from the hotel, which was like mm, three blocks maybe, I did run to the arena. So I, I I did a nice jog or jog. I think it's a soft J though. Um, to get there, soft J, soft J yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I mean, and life is, you know, that sucked. That day was terrible. But I do take solace knowing that as I was going into the 
um, arena. There were two Kentucky fans behind me, like waiting to get get in. And the guy turns to the girl and goes, "This is our last chance. Do you want to sell them or do you want to go in?" She goes, "Let's just go in." So, being a fan and watching that game was really bad. I can't imagine watching that game unless you just really hate Tennessee, because I might have enjoyed it if Kentucky got their ass kicked. You know, and Tennessee wasn't playing in it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, you could have exchanged those tickets. You had two for 400 bucks, and you went in instead. Ouch. Couldn't be me. I did go. I did pay money to get in though. So, um, but overall, I mean, that was you had a good. We we didn't talk to you since we beat Kentucky last. Um, finished the year two and two and one against them. I guess you could technically still see them again. Very unlikely, but you could, I guess. Um, so I shouldn't say finish the year. I do have a fail of the week what I, that I would like to read off right now that has to do with that. Um, this guy told me that. Cats would win nine out of ten game times, but that but not today. Enjoy the win and the amazing season. And I said, Well, they played three times and the Vols have won two, so math doesn't check out. No, that doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Yeah, so needed to go ahead and read that um that fail or stupidity, whatever you would either one works there. Um but it it was nice to get that win on, on Saturday. Um but you know, before it, I mean I think it took a lot out of us. We like you said, we won't talk about that too much. Um I do want to mention that Auburn's got to be one of the hottest teams in the country right now. Oh yeah. I mean, I kind of like woke up. I kind of woke up Sunday thinking they can't stay hot this long. Like this Charles is where they Barkley's cool off. Been so happy the past week, just being in the just watching Auburn. I hate that he's an like went to Auburn as an Auburn fan. Yeah, because I don't like Charles Barkley. I, I know a lot of people <clears throat> do, and I I don't really have a real reason other than I just think he's really cocky. And I guess when you're that good, you kind of have a reason to be really cocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time. He said that he's the best athlete to ever play at Auburn. And I'm like, hey, dude, there's a guy named Bo Jackson that played there. (laughs) So you're wrong. And Bo, being the humble guy he is, is like, Charles Barkley's the best athlete. And Charles Barkley, being the cocky MFer he is, is like, yeah, I'm the best athlete. (laughs) I'm like, dude, you're a really good basketball player. But have you seen you swing a golf club? Athlete is not. I would say Cam Newton. Not your turn. For his money, too. I'd say Cam Newton's got to be up there. I mean, with but definitely Bo Jackson, one hundred percent. Yeah, Bo it's Jackson. definitely yeah. No, Cam Newton doesn't compete with Bo Jackson. He competes with Charles Barkley. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's clear that up. I mean, Bo Jackson was a two time was an MVP or Pro Bowler. They're All Star in baseball. Sorry, All Star Pro Bowler. That's we figured out. That's never been done, right? Someone's won a Super Bowl and uh, went to the World Series, right? Yes. Okay, so that's what we figured out. Who was that again? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yeah. Um, but he was not an MLB All-Star, correct? No. Correct. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's still impressive what Deion Sanders did. Yeah. But just shows how hard, how difficult what Bo Jackson did um, is. Exactly. Now, Bo Jackson was both. He did make both All-Stars. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, and I want to say in the same season, but don't hold me to that. Oh, I don't know about that. And what's crazy is he probably would have played um, – he may have just played – I don't know if you've watched his 30 for 30 and read much about him. He probably would have just played football, and he would have went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they brought him – he ended his college baseball career early due to um, a violation because the Tam- Tampa brought – like flew him down for a visit, I guess, visit, meeting, and you know on a private jet and stuff, told him it wouldn't affect his eligibility, and it did. So he was like, F you, I'm not, not playing for y'all. Dang. So he wanted to play baseball really bad, but I guess at least college baseball. That stinks. Yeah, for for sure. Um, yeah, hey, I like Nick Marshall led him to a national championship. He couldn't even speak a sentence. That's yeah. He's yeah, <laughs> like Creole. <laughs> um, like we said, March Madness has been madness. Uh, despite what Darren Ravel 
has told you. Did you see that tweet the other day? Mm-hmm. I didn't screenshot it. I can't remember what game it was after. He was like, 33 <laughs> games in, and we finally have uh, Madness. And I was like, I don't think you've been watching the games. Like There are plenty yeah. of either close games or upsets in the round of, uh, round of 64. All nine seeds won. Yeah. Um, Three of the four 12 seeds won. Like we definitely had some madness. It was a. It's been a great, um, you know, great tournament so far. Uh, right now, Duke and UCF are in a close one. 12 minutes left. Uh, Duke's up two with UCF at the line. I mean, you you talked about these non seeds. That's a non seed and one seed going at it right now. Yeah. And UCF, I think, is better than. You know, they're a lower team. I, I did like. Uh, I think Scott Bacon tweeted. He goes, if they beat Duke, will they hang a national championship banner in there? The arena, yeah. and I was like, if Alabama had won the national championship, I'd be fine with that. You can do that, but if we win it, then I'll hate it. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, even madness for the Volunteers as well. You had that uh, SEC tournament that um, you know didn't we we played well, uh, but I think fell short of our goal, and that's kind of something I was going to talk about in case we did lose today. I had it kind of planned like I'm not going to call this season a failure. Like that, that you won 30 game or 29 games, 30 games. Today was 31, right? Yes. So you'd won 30 games to this point. To call it a failure, I think, is just wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, you can say you didn't reach your potential or even your goals. But, I mean, to win 30 games, you were out there in both conference champions. You played for a conference championship, regular season and uh, postseason. Now, thankfully, we don't have to say that. You're in the Sweet 16. You're right. I think Elite Eight's right where you should be. Yeah. You, you should be in this next round, in my opinion. Again, you lose to Purdue. I'm not going to call it a failure. You fell short of what I think your goal was. Um, but, it, you know, it's not a failure. If you look at Tennessee versus Colgate, it Colgate played us, you know, played us close. Tennessee just, I think what we've struggled with lately is turning the ball over. Yep. I don't know if it's just urgency. I don't know. I think it was urgency uh, in the SEC championship. I think second half today, which we'll get into today's game here in just a moment, was urgency. Colgate, I, I mean, I'm going to say the same. And and I think it starts with Jordan Bone. And I'm going to kind of pick at him. I know it's minor, but I just feel like sometimes he brings the ball up the court and it's too relaxed. It takes us a minute to get into our offensive set. I and that, that puts us off on a, on a on the wrong foot immediately. And, it, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying he's not playing good. I just think at times he plays too relaxed. And the team, you you tweeted it. You've talked about it for the weeks. This team plays so much better when they're up-tempo. And that doesn't mean running the floor every time you get the ball off a rebound, a steal, whatever it may be. That doesn't mean running the floor. But just getting down the floor at a quick pace, making their defense work. Yeah, somebody uh, pointed out today, I don't remember who was calling the game, but they're like, it's been, there's 25 seconds left on the shot clock, and Jordan Bone is already at the free throw line. Or yeah. already at the three-point line. Three-point line. I mean, that's that's huge. To already get – you have that much time to just run your offense and find the the best shot. Yep. So, I, I absolutely agree that it's kind of on Jordan Bones, and I feel like he kind of gets – like, once he passes it the first time, I feel like he kind of gets lost. Yeah, I, I and think we, – And we do a lot of standing around once the ball goes inside. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't – there's not a lot of guys that just like shift over and find the open area where I mean if you spot up great, right, and be ready. But like there's times where guys are just stand there and let I, Grant Williams. I think that's over. a big thing. Is it's like there's no, there's rarely I shouldn't say no. There's rarely like backdoor cuts. It's a lot of people looking to 
Because, I mean, Grant does a good job of it. Grant's going to bring two, three, sometimes three guys on him. Like the the uh, when Jordan Bone extended it to 76, 76, 71 today. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Grant drew three guys on him, and he's able to kick it out to Bone. We we want – it's like all four, three or four guys want to spot up when mm-hmm. that ball goes to Grant. Whereas if you just have that backdoor cut from one guy, and it's rarely there. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Is like it's everyone's trying to get that kick out for the three. Yeah. I, I think you need more more uh, backdoor backdoor action than you're getting right now. Yeah, and we let teams, and it's not like we play horrible, but we just play so methodical. Yeah. Um, when teams are on a run, we just don't really like. Oh, and, and I feel like I, it's, I feel like it's adversity. I, I like think when things are going great. We're great. When things are going yeah. bad, you know when. It takes us a long time to get back in the groove of things. Yeah, Tennessee struggled to, I think, what they did early in the year where they would, you know, we, we can go on these, and we still can do this. We can go on these 10, 12 runs, you know, and, and hold the opponent to, to zero. Now, the problem is the opponent can go on these 10, 12, you know, 8, 10, 12 runs and hold us to zero. Whereas what it used to be earlier in the year is we'd go on these 10, 12 runs, they'd score zero. We go. They go on these 10, 12 runs. We're still scoring five or six in that. So it's never really – they're never able to get back in it like Iowa was today. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that we have a team that no freshmen are playing, and that's our problem. That's composure, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and we saw, I think, in the um, first Auburn game, what caused that is Auburn would go down and hit a three, and we'd go down and feel like we needed to hit a three. Now, second time around, there was an onslaught of issues that we can't get into. It will be here all night. But I feel like we we try to answer with something our own or we try to grab momentum maybe too early instead of just taking the shot that that's ours. That that we that's the what can be an easy shot if you're just patient. Mm-hmm. Especially when you work it inside to Grant. And I don't mean Grant's gonna score when you work it inside to him, but he's gonna find the open man. Yeah. Work it into him. I hate the ball needs when we get on those when we get on those uh periods when they go on those runs and we can't score, get that ball inside to Grant. Give him a chance to to do something, whether it be grab an assist or score. I feel like in the second half we didn't take advantage, again, kind of like against Colgate, didn't take advantage of when they double-teamed, triple-teamed Grant Williams. Yeah. Again, I get into that backdoor cutting um, issue, kind of. Everybody wants to spot up. It makes it harder on Grant to find someone. Um, today we had 17 turnovers. Yeah. I don't know how many of those came in the second half, but I'm going to go with more than half of those. And Grant had five of those. Yeah, um, I'm going to I'm going to go with most of those came in in the second half. I I don't have that number right on top of me, but uh, that's my best guess. Um, at the end of the day, and I mean, you look at it offensive wise, you scored 77 in regulation today, 71 against 77 in Colgate. Sorry, 71 in regulation against Iowa today, uh, 83 overall uh, at the end. That's not that's not bad. You're, that's going to win you ball games. Now you've got to find that consistent defense mm-hmm. to compete night in, night out. And I thought Lamonte did a, a great job on defense. Um, He's balled. Out. I've got actually got a stat for that. Let's go I ahead. Mean, Bo Hannon got got his shots. He had 18 points, but they weren't easy, right? By any means. Um, and I feel like that's what, especially against Purdue with Carson Edwards. We have to have somebody that's going to make everything tough on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he has another forty-point game and you make it tough on him, he earned it, right? And I was, you know, I was talking about that with someone. 
I feel like against Colgate, we made Jordan Burns earn. Like, I think he had one or two open three looks, and the dude was just hitting. Yeah. Like, I don't think we really could have done much else. I, I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it was kind of unfortunate, but I feel like we played really good defense against him, and he just earned it. He was ready. He wanted the he wanted the upset more than anybody on his team. That's for sure. But you know, great great start from Admiral. I would like to see more of him in the second half. Um, I feel like he's he's there in spurts. Yeah, he is. And he, it's, it's really weird. He can't go that that full forty minutes. It's it's unfortunate. Really, Grant hadn't been able to. This and I, I think our defensive intensity really showed in the first half. In the second half, we didn't have it. Right, and I feel like that was the difference in the game. You know, and. Maybe try to get in the first half when you're up big. Try to get more minutes. When we had Pons in there, I think Pons had a lot, a lot of minutes in the first half, more than normal. Yeah. Um, can you get Jalen Johnson more minutes and get those guys, especially when you get into tougher matchups, get those guys uh, to have fresher legs in the second half? I think you know you look at um, teams like which I mean I think we're better than Wofford, um, better than this UCF team that's playing. But I mean, if I'm be- if I'm betting on these games in the second half, Duke's gonna outscore them in the second half just because they have more legs. Yeah. Same for Kentucky. I, I kind of knew when they went up too. I was like, not new. I guessed that's probably that's probably gonna help Kentucky a ton because they're gonna win the second half. They they're gonna have they're gonna be able to go longer. And um, I kind of want to get into that about Admiral here in a second. But real quick for Lamonte, uh, fourteen point two points, point three points. Excuse me, thirty for thirty four percent from three. Four and a half assists, three re- rebounds, and one steal. That's in two games, and he only has two turnovers. Oh, two turnovers in those four games. Those are his four career NCAA tournament games. That That's his stats. So that's pretty solid from Lamonte. Uh, ever since I think he was right after he hit that three uh, on Saturday against Kentucky, he got a swagger back. Um, boy is ready to play. And I think on Sunday against Auburn, he was the only one who seemed to want it. Uh and he's played phenomenal since hitting that three. Yeah. So he he's helped us a ton. Um, definitely, you know, proved that he's a he's a starter and uh, and even you know he's starting to put himself in this, you know, our top. We're gonna end up instead of having a, a big three, we're gonna have a big four here at the end of this tournament if he keeps playing this well. I like it. Um, and then I mean, real quick, I want to comment on the Alexander thing today. He didn't play at all in overtime. Um, and and I I think it's a Alexander two- or Admiral. Admiral didn't play at all in overtime. Okay. And I just want to talk about that. Did I say Alexander? Yeah. Sorry. Admiral didn't play at all um, in overtime. And I, I just want to – I want to kind of give my take, but also I feel like it's a fair – one of my takes is fair. Um, a guy like Admiral, it's – you want him on the floor. Yeah, 100%. You want him on the floor. And you want him to have the confidence of Fletcher McGee 0 for 11 to want that game winner still. Yeah. You want him to have that confidence. But I'll say this. I am impressed. I didn't watch the overtime, so I can't say he was right or wrong. Obviously, it worked, so whatever. It is impressive to see the maturity from a guy to go, he's going to give us a better matchup. He's. Pl- I'm not playing great in this stretch. Let him in. And then I guess they just rolled with the hot hand at that moment yeah. and played it out. And that's fine. And, and But I, I wanted to say that's a guy – he hits the game winner against Gonzaga. We've kind of talked about him and Lamonte. If they're going to win you games, they got to also kind of lose you games. It sucks. It is the way it is, though. Um, you hope big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. I guess he just did it in a different way tonight. But I hope that I hope maybe that confidence of knowing 
when to be on the floor, when not to be on the floor. Hopefully that just carries over to his game overall and he plays yeah. better next time around. I just – I'm kind of torn on that also because I, I feel like Kyle Alexander played great today. You know, he had two turnovers, but he had nine rebounds and eight points. When, when mean, he plays good, he's a he's a game-changing factor for you, us. You can't really ask much more of him. He had one block, um, three offensive rebounds that were huge. Um, so, I mean, I agree. Like, he had the hot hand. He was probably playing better. And Admiral had four fouls. And so, they're probably going to go after Admiral. Um, so, I don't hate that. But still, he's our second-best player and one of our most clutch players. So, yep. I definitely want him on the floor. So, I don't understand, like, why Kyle had to come out if Admiral was coming in. I don't know. Right. No, I'm with, I mean, I, I agree. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I assume Bowden was in the game also at that point. Yeah. I figured. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess it's really – again, I mean, I'm not going to knock the guy for being a team player and being aware of how his game's playing. Yeah. Because – he obviously was right in some capacity. Like, it worked. Yeah. So, he's obviously right in some capacity. Yeah, I mean, if he thinks that's the best for the team, yeah. that's probably the best for the team. Yeah, but also when I'm knocking – I mean, I'm not, as much as I'm knocking Fletcher <coughs> for wanting that ball when he's 0 for 11, if I'm his teammate and I've seen him shoot the way he shot all year, I'm going, yeah, we're putting the ball in his hand. Yeah. And I, I – well, I'll take it back. I'm saying let's put the ball in his hand if he walks over to the timeout huddle and goes, this is where I want the ball. Let's get it here. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, put it in his hand. Because he was – if he had made just three point, uh, three three-pointers in that game, he would have been, I think, all-time in NCAA history. Because I think he was already school leader, oh, I believe. Man. Maybe it's he was tied for school. I don't know. But he, he just needed a few um, to to get – to be a uh, – get some record. And he's he's obviously an incredible player. That's why they look to him so often. And so, I mean, kind of same thing with Admiral, like, uh, you got to, I guess, trust in that situation. Rick Barnes obviously did. It worked out. But I also want him on the floor. Yeah. And, and I hope I hope that confidence carries – the confidence of him just knowing what's best for him and his team carries into this Purdue game. And he's played he's played good the last two games too. I mean, he had three three-pointers there um, at the end of the Colgate game. He was – I guess he was 0 for 4 before those. And he had a trio of them at the end to help Definitely us, help us finish it off. Um, and somebody else who has that clutch gene and is very underrated – um, I still think, even though he's an All American, is Grant Williams. Yeah. Um, and he flat out put I, us on his yeah. back in overtime. I think he's over. I think he's overrated to people who aren't Tennessee fans and the general media. Underrated or overrated? underrated? Sorry, okay. uh, he's underrated to the people who the, the people who watch him, uh, yes. who don't watch him all all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, so obviously, you know, he got picked for All American. People people know about him, mm-hmm. but I mean, like Iowa, I'm sure the players. I mean, they triple teamed him at some points. They obviously knew, but I'm sure the Iowa fans were like, "Who cares about a six eight power forward?" Like okay. that. Apparently, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna. I said this the other night to maybe you, but definitely somebody else. I said the reason Grant Williams has to fall around all the time is because last year he never got the calls because mm-hmm. he they waited for him to hit the ground. Yep, and he wouldn't. <clears throat> so now to get the calls, he's got to hit the ground. So knock him all you want, but if you watched him last year, which obviously if you're saying that you didn't, that's why he's doing it. Yeah, he's aware. So 19 points, seven rebounds, five assists, four blocks, or four steals, three blocks. Um, he had four fouls in the game. He was seven or 13 from the field, so you can't ask any more. He had six points in overtime. A big block, too, in overtime. Yeah. So, you know, solid game from him. And that's our best player. You know, we're going to need that each and every game from him. Admiral had 17 in the first half. Only had two in the second half. Ended with 19. Um, and five rebounds. So I definitely want to see more of him in the second half. 
Because I feel like he's a bigger body. Like, when teams are tired, like, he could really take advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I want to see more of him. But, you know, if, if he thinks it's best for Alexander to get the playing time um, and he's playing well, you know, I don't I don't hate him for no. that at all. I agree. I agree. Um, you're looking at the rest of the March Madness field, we, we obviously talked Actually, about – I want to talk about one more thing. So, you're, you kind of brought it up about the, the banners and, you know – what this team would have to do to kind of be yeah what's what's a success what's a complete season I guess because it's I definitely think that I think it's been successful yeah and it's so, something that you can build on yeah. so I feel like this program is where you want it yeah that's fair um and you got Josiah James coming in um you got another recruit in the 2020 class so you have guys. Um, they can come in and help your program. So you just got to kind of keep building on what you're building. You have a ton of guys coming back. Lamonte, Bone, probably. Grant, maybe. I'm thinking Grant more than Bone. So. Yeah, and then Bowden. So you have guys, you know, Fulgerson. Um, you can say what you want about him, but he's played well. He's played well. He's helped us a lot. Yeah, so um, you you have you have your foundation, so you're, you're going to keep building on that. But your pick number six – in the preseason poll, or number five, one of the two. I don't remember which one. I think you finished – you started six, finished six. I think that was the correct – maybe. Anyway. If you look at March Madness, weren't we the first two seed in? Right. Second two seed, yeah. So, I think March Madness had us the first two seed. Okay. But then the AP poll had us, had us at number six. six. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, whatever. You start around the top five, you finish around the top five. You didn't win regular season title. You didn't win the conference championship. You probably should have won both of those. If we're looking yeah. back, you probably sh- you could have won both of them. I mean, the only the only thing I'm going to kind of give you in the uh, – oh, that was an ugly reverse. The only thing I'm going to give you in the conference championship is – but, again, if you win the regular season, this isn't an issue – is you play an emotional close game against Kentucky the night before. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm going to give you. But I'm also going to turn around and say, if you want to win in March, you got to be able to play that game and still win the next night. So – I'm not really necessarily going to give you full, you know, yeah. full give on that, but I understand. And that's kind of why, and all the way Auburn plays definitely wasn't going to be good for us playing the night after Kentucky. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but so, I agree. Regular season, I think should have won the conference. One's the only one I'm looking at going. I, I, I give you a little bit of leeway there. And to start the season, this team talked about hanging banners. Um, now, do I think you have to hang banners to have a successful season? No, I'm not saying that at all, but you didn't meet your goals. I feel like that is disappointing if you don't meet any of your goals. So I feel like you right. have you had to make it to the Sweet 16. That adds at least a number to a banner. Right. Um, so I think you keep adding to that Elite Eight, Final Four, then you're. I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, I'm not going to be a Kentucky fan. I can't believe that you can go undefeated except for the last game of the season, which would be the national championship, and sit here and say the whole season has been a failure. That blows my mind. To, for a team – that is becoming a school that cares about basketball. And I'm not saying like from a fan standpoint or even an administrative standpoint. I mean, you built Thompson Bowling Arena. You brought in coaches like Bruce Pearl, um, then Rick Barnes. And then you had coaches in your past that are, you know, shown you've been more than committed to basketball. I'm not going to say the administration doesn't care. Now they may not be on the, they're not on the level as some of, you know, Kentucky, UNC, Duke, um, Kansas and even some of these Big Ten schools that don't necessarily win it every year, yeah. uh, they don't have that level of commitment or haven't. And now, you, now you're getting there. 
Um, so to win 30 games, 31 games, is 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 a successful season. I think, you know, Sweet 16 had to be one of your goals after getting knocked out last year. Hopefully Elite Eight was in your goal. They mentioned hanging banners, so Final Four is obviously a goal of yours. Mm-hmm. And it's big to go, go win your Elite Eight game or uh, Thursday. And then you play, I assume, Saturday in your Elite – or. Sweet 16 game on Thursday, your lead eight game on Saturday or whenever it would be. And then you're in Minneapolis. Yeah. Those are, I mean, those, those should be goals of yours. The, we talked about how Butch Jones saying that a goal of yours to win the East is absurd. And these guys have, they, these guys have not shot away from it. They've said the whole time that their goal is to win championships. Mm-hmm. They haven't shot away from that at all. And, you know, so I don't think they, I don't think they would. I think if, let's say they lost today or if they lose Thursday or, or Saturday, I think they would tell you that they didn't reach the goals for their season. And I, I think they understand, too. I think they're, they're mature enough to understand that that doesn't mean it's a failure. But they understand that what, what, what their goal is and where they should be and where they need to be. Yeah, and I, I think, this, like, I, like you said, the program is exactly where it needs to be. Um, but I don't, I don't think you're done yet. I, I feel like you need to keep mm-hmm. building on that. You did some great things. You beat a number one team. Gonzaga, you beat Kentucky twice. Um you know, you played in hostile environments. Uh, you're number one for a whole month. Yep. But got more work to do. Yeah, and, and your goals have not been met, so you need to meet at least one goal. Yep. Absolutely. To be, I feel like one of the best. This is probably the best to the uh, team Tennessee's ever had. Yeah, I would. I would. I agree. Um, but you, you need to come out with something to show for it. You've also obviously had a lot of talent, um, but. You know that's been through Tennessee, but uh, yeah, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, looking at March Madness, it's been I, like I said, I've enjoyed watching a lot of these games. UCF hit that. Oh shoot, up by UCF two. UCF is up by two. That'd be hilarious. I, someone said Duke is the most overrated team. I don't agree with that at all. I don't over like I don't think they're overrated. I think UCF now they should win this game, but I think UCF is more underrated than Duke overrated. Yeah. Um. Looking at March Madness, I mean, you've got a great game on right now for an example of what it's been. Um, you mentioned, you know, two 12 seeds winning. Um, and then you've got uh, all the non-seeds won. You've had some great games. I, I know Villanova was, you know, seeded under Purdue, but I even had Villanova winning that game, and they got annihilated. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people would pick Villanova in a game like that in March. I mean, I think that was a pretty popular pick. I'm not saying everyone did it, but I think it was a popular one. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Auburn, yeah, it's just a five-seed over a four-seed, but to beat Kansas the way they beat Kansas, I think it was a 14-point game. did not look like a 14-point game ever. Um, yeah, so, I mean, just just a lot of really good games. Florida over Nevada. Did you pick that? Did you pick Florida? No, I picked Nevada. That, that's what – I was ranked number one. Perfect <laughs> bracket in that game. Killed me. I pick I pick Florida in, in at least one of mine. I, I don't know what I did in the other. Um, and then I mean, you had Wofford go toe to toe with Kentucky yesterday. It's been a, it's been really fun. I I wish I think the only game that I'm like really mad at, no Wofford. I wish I beat Kentucky, but at the same time I'm like well, I'll probably get payback somehow some way. Tennessee probably loses today if if Wofford gets that win. Um, I really wish Murray State had beat Florida State. I would have loved that. I, I thought they would have been, been closer. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought Murray State had a better had a better chance than Marquette in that game just, with their guard play. They just got abused, right? Um, I loved that all the Tennessee fans. First off, Tennessee fans were freaking out about Wofford. Fair, 
Fair enough. But then we get Iowa and Cincinnati, and they're like, well, that's a tougher draw than Walford. No. I don't think either. I think we could beat any three of those teams. But then they're like freaking out. They're like, I don't want to play Cincinnati. That's pretty much home court advantage, blah, blah, blah. And then we get Iowa, and they're like, well, that's a really tough matchup. I would rather play Cincinnati. I'm make up like, damn this mind. Is the of, this is the top 32 teams in the country yeah, right make, now. So make, I don't know who they actually would like to see because yeah. everybody is good. Make up your mind. And I wasn't. I thought the first half of Iowa was probably what it should have been. Yeah. The way we were. I mean, the way – like, that's that's our ability to play. Yeah. That's it. Um, and I know we can't necessarily sustain that. I don't know how Auburn has. Oh, my God, it's impressive. That UNC-Auburn game is going to be fun. It is. I'm curious to see – UNC does a good job in offensive transition, and if you watched that game earlier, um, they did a pretty good job defending in transition against Washington. Now, Auburn's obviously a much better team – than Washington. Yep. So, can North, they counteract that fully? I, I don't know. North Carolina is a very good defensive team, and that's why they're able to get out in transition so much. Because um, we saw it in the second half. Defense is the best offense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that – I think you saw it in the first half for us, too. You talked about that intensity. Yeah, that's, that's what I was talking about. Oh, they said second yeah. half. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you saw that firsthand. And so, th- this is an interesting matchup of a team that just likes to drain threes – you know, they have really good guard play. They have a workhorse down low. And um, is it Chuma? Okiki? I don't remember. I think that's his name. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that game. I feel like this is this is when the matchups are really, like, fun to watch. Absolutely. I, I You know, I wish Tennessee in the SEC championship had given kind of given up the two for the three ball. Because mm-hmm. there were a few times that Auburn went inside. They had an easy layup or at least, you know, a – a uh, uh, slightly contested layup. Like, they could have gone up, and it's probably going in. And they'd kick it out to the three-point line. And I'm like, just defend the three. Yeah. Three's better than two. If you're going to get beat by the three ball, I'd rather get beat by a layup. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I'm curious to see how UNC kind of, you know, whether – and they've got they've got good players on the perimeter and down low. Now, their perimeter players are much better than their – well, no, I wouldn't say much better. They are – Auburn's probably a good matchup for them in terms of size. Like, you're not going to ask Luke May to play on a – Seven foot guy. No. So that's good. Um, Luke May's faster than he looks, too. Yep. He's a pretty quick guy. I tweeted it today. I, didn't get a, I thought he'd get a lot of attention. I said, I can't wait for Luke May to try to explain to his fifth grade class that he teaches that he was a standout at UNC. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go home to their dad and be like, okay, Mr. May <laughs> told us he had a double double in the NCAA tournament. And their dad's going to be like, yeah, he had four. <laughs> no. <laughs> that guy can barely walk. <laughs> He's a. I think the, um, I was watching that game. They they said that he's had 15 this season. So oh, was it this season? I thought it was his career. Or no, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. some people are like they don't. Even, most people don't even have that in their career. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I mean, you're looking at this. You know, the the teams that have have punched their ticket to the Sweet 16. All of them have at least somebody that's like a star. Like you have yeah. a standout player on every one of these teams. So I feel like this is where you're getting down to the best teams in college basketball. Absolutely. Um, you've weeded out the week um, and you've gotten to where, you know, any team can lose any given night. Yep. So it's going to come down to grit and, you know, who wants it more? Yeah. I mean, a lot of defensive basketball, that's that grit. And uh, curious to see if, if they'll, uh, you know, I'm I'm worried about Tennessee. It kind of sucks. It's hard to enjoy all these games when you have a team in it. For me, at least, because you're like, man, I'd really rather that team win over that team, and I'd really rather, you know, I I, I hope we finish here. Like I'm already, you know, 
I don't know about you. I've already looked ahead at the other side of the bracket, and I'm like, I hope Kentucky somehow wins wins every game they play now, because I'd rather face Kentucky than UNC or Auburn, or I guess in a perfect world if Houston or uh, Ohio State could. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> but nice. Kentucky probably has a better chance than that. Right. And then you know, then you're talking about Oklahoma. Hopefully, beats Virginia because I'd take a Oklahoma Oregon uh, UC Irvine matchup. Yeah, I mean, obviously we got to get past Purdue first, but again, I think. Looking at these teams, I'd rather face Purdue than Villanova, for us at least. Yeah, so. it's it's just going to be like I mean Carson Edwards. That's it. You know if you if you stop him, I feel like that's their whole game. Yeah. Um, he was twelve for twenty one their game against Villanova, forty two points. Um, shoots the three ball well. They're fifty three percent from three point line. Uh, they shot fifty seven percent for the game. Fifty three percent from the game. Sorry. Um. So yeah, he was nine for sixteen from three. Are they? Were they you re, reviewing? Oh my gosh, for shot clock or to see? I think it's shot clock. Okay, because the rim he is getting grabbed on, which I guess he's kind of grabbing that other dude too. <laughs> Just a big, but yeah. He had four turnovers, so I mean, if he's prone to turn the ball over, we can get out in transition and turn them into points on the other end. That could uh, that could be huge for us. But Carson Edwards is definitely the guy to watch out for. Yep. Um, they have some other guys. They don't have a lot from their bench. Their bench only scored six points in that game against Villanova. So, um, but they walked them, so they really didn't have to. Almost. Right. But um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm nervous um, as I am every game, no matter yeah. who we play, because you know there's always that Tennessee fan in you just being like, you know, you know, we can, we can probably lose. Something bad can happen at any moment. Yeah. So we thought that was going to happen today because. They mentioned it on TV that they said that this would be the biggest comeback in NCAA tournament history. And wonderful, like, you knew it was going to happen to oh us. Oh my god! Yep. Um, leave it to us. Leave it to us. Absolutely. You know, a vol vol team that didn't let us down today. Vol baseball getting that series first series win baseball. and just your second attempt against a ranked South Carolina team. Yeah. Um, and I know South Carolina isn't what they were last year, a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. this is still a quality team. Probably should have won last night, gotten the series sweep, but yep. at least you got the series win. Yep. So that's good. So, and a couple of freshmen got you there too. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, in the eighth inning, um, so on Friday, just killed them. Yeah. Uh, had seven, 17 hits, um, won 15-5. to five. Great pitching from Stallings. Lingenfelter had great, I think he went, through six and a third, um, I think, innings against South Carolina on Saturday. Um, Tennessee's down uh, three to two, and we load the bases. Oh, my goodness. Why, oh, why, no. why, why? You just gave them that out. Does that Duke's going to end up winning this game because of that play yep. to watch. <laughs> also, Zion just grabbed a dude on the edge. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a five point swing right there. That's crazy. Yep. Um, but Saturday you had bases loaded in the eighth inning, um, with one out and two guys struck out. Yep. So that's you don't the, you don't want to see that. Yeah. Ended up losing that game three to two, and then um, today, basically the same scenario, down two to three. Um, oh gosh, UCF is killing me. Um, down three to two. Uh, you have bases loaded. Jake Rucker. Hits a single. Um, you had bases loaded with no outs, so you kind of had to had to at least do something in this instance. And um, Jake Rucker hits a single, scores two runs, get a sack fly, scores another run. 
Um, a really good sack fly. Yeah. Like if you're gonna like you can't put that thing in close. Yeah. Because you got two two runners in there. Right. Um. So got the win six to three. Big series win. Um. And then you go to Vanderbilt on Tuesday or not Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. ETSU. And then you have Vanderbilt um, this weekend in Nashville. So. What's Vanderbilt ranked now? I'm, I thought they were. I mean, they were number one at one point, weren't I they? I don't think they're ranked. Weren't they number one at the beginning of the season? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think it's looking good for... That's, yeah, they're not ranked right now. Wow. That's crazy. I need to look. I guess I haven't looked at them. Well, use this as an opportunity to go win then. Yeah. I mean, good lord. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, Texas A&M beat them in a series, and then they swept Florida this week. Number fourteen, Florida, pretty bad. So Follow fifteen two and fourteen four right now. Yeah, because Florida is fourteen and national champion. Yeah, uh, that's pretty pretty impressive, and obviously they can hit. So yeah. Um. Hey, it was exciting to see Tennessee baseball because I mean that was a disappointing letdown to not even grab a win last weekend. Uh, on the Plains. Obviously a good bounce back against ETSU. I was oh, really hoping they I was really hoping they'd get the series sweep. It's very disappointing. Yeah. Not very disappointing. It was disappointing. <laughs> very disappointing was a bad way to say that. I apologize. But it would have been nice to see them get the series sweep. Um we talked about how they really have a good chance to play, uh have really good SEC play. Um I was kinda today as I was watching the game. Oh, I was so like, they're in rank number five. I'm sorry. Okay. I it, it's weird on the Vol. Are you looking on the Vols yeah, they didn't UT have Sports? <clears throat> yeah. So they, they they don't they won't rank them until after the game. Like okay. after they play it, I guess because it's so much like you know, aren't there like three different sites that are like popularly popularly used? So yeah, I don't know which it's one. Like Baseball America is that you or me? Is that you I think? Oh, that was my computer. I was like, mine's on vibrate. <laughs> um because you've got like, it, like Mississippi State says they aren't ranked right now on here, and is would Kentucky be ranked? Florida, same thing. It says Florida isn't ranked on here, so wow, they called that a foul. Yep. God, dude, are you kidding me? How does Tacos got? That's got to be his fifth. Why don't Why don't you just like not contest it? You win the right. game. He's in the chart or the block circle. Wow! Just just let him shoot at yep. that point, right? That's crazy. Whew. Well, you're listening to us as Duke and UCF go down to the wire. Zion has a chance to tie the game right here. Down one. Down one. Chance to tie. Zion's at the line. That guy, man, I really would love to see UCF on this. Yeah, that sucks. Over the basket, fun. Over the basket, I, I, I'll go. I'll, I'll start off. Okay, start this one off. Um, Taco Fall and Zion Williamson is a huge matchup. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is literally. Um, oh, he missed it. I wouldn't say. Oh my gosh, it was a good miss. Oh my god. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Um. I think it was a. I think it's gonna be the toughest matchup for Zion. I'll say that. Yeah, because he can't just go to the hole at will right now. I mean, so I, Taco did foul out. I was, I was confused because I'm just like that. 
I, I'm not going to say it's a huge matchup, but I, I think it'll be one of the tougher ones Zion would see. Oh, that's a foul. Oh, my gosh. Did they call it? R- no, RJ oh. just shoved him in the back. Oh. Look, you went flying. Oh, that's why. I thought he was telling him to slow it down. He was asking for a push. Okay. Yeah. Are they reviewing that? They can't. Yeah, I don't think so. Why are they reviewing it, though? Are they maybe, like, looking for a hook and hold? Or maybe, I guess, it could be a flagrant? I don't know. Because you can review a flagrant. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's a huge matchup. I do yeah. think it was probably just because of his size makes it tougher for Zion than probably any other matchup. I just thought they were like trying to make a story. They were, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it also it helped them that Taco was like he's not going to dunk on me. Yeah, like he made it a story kind of himself, yeah. which I'm like, okay, you're asking to get dunked on. Yeah, like he's definitely looking for it. So. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say no. Huge matchup is definitely uh, overstated, in my opinion. That is over the basket. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, I've got I got a question. How far does Elliot? Two things about LSU. How far do they go if Will Wade's still the coach? How far do they go? Yeah. I mean, I, I think without Will Wade, that they are one of the. They have a, a ton of talent. I've doubted them, but they just keep winning. They do. So, like, they I mean, obviously they, are a really good team. If Will Wade's here, are they in the Elite Eight in the Final Four? See, I don't think Will Wade has really anything to do with it. No, obviously not much of a difference. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, is LSU getting lucky every week? Like, do you believe that? Or is it? are they really that good, I guess is my See, question. if you had asked me, like, two weeks ago, I'd been like, yep, absolutely. <laughs> but... Dude, they just they find a way to win, and good teams find a way to win. Just like That's fair. I mean, us, we've had two close games. So it's an over the it's an over the over the basket, over the basket. that they're lucky. Yes, it's and then Will Wade's I think they're, Will Wade's helping this whole thing is also they're, over they're the very talented. They're young, um, so I hope some of them go to the league soon because fall. Right. Oh what? No! Oh my god! Oh! How does that? Neither of those fall. How do neither of those fall? That's wild. Oh my gosh. Well, Duke just won it. You guys already know this, but that's what we're listening or watching. Absolute crazy finish. Whew. You have any more over the baskets? Oh my god, dude. Um Gronk is the best tight end ever. Whew. That's a tough one. I mean, he's done so much. He's done so much at that position. You've also had a lot of guys that I will say this: he's the best mismatch of all time for an offense. <coughs> I don't know though. How do you feel about that? What? Like, how do, like I think he's the best mismatch of all time. I'm not gonna say the best tight end. I'd need to do more research, but I do think he's the best mismatch of all time. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he it's best tight end's tough to say. You've had a lot of good tight ends. Yeah, and I I don't think he's he's been hurt so much. That I don't think I'd give him the best tight end. It's tough. Because um, you had Tony G- Gonzalez. Tony, um, I mean, uh, Jason Witten's probably up there. He's got to be. I just, I just don't think his uh, – I definitely think he could have been. He had the potential to be. But yeah. with his with him being injured a lot um, and him retiring, so I think he's 29. Right. I don't see that. Yeah, I think it's definitely tough to put him, put him up there. I mean – you mentioned how young he is. Uh, there's still guys in the league older than him. You have you have Jason Witten coming back. Is Greg Olson still in the league? 
Yeah. Greg Olson's still in the Greg league, man. and he's you know Antonio Gates is no longer in the league, right? Is he still in the league? Yes, I he think is. So. <laughs> okay, I can't remember. Um, I mean, even what's what's crazy is like how good. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Aaron Hernandez's like moral morals at all. But man, I mean, you had a one of the best, one of the other best tight ends playing next to you at some at one point in your career. So yeah, he could. I mean, he could have been the best. God, dude, that sucks about UCF. Yep, that's tough. If Taco Fall doesn't foul out and do that stupid foul, <laughs> yeah, they probably win the game. They miss a foul call on R.J. Barrett. He gets the tip in, and then UCF goes down the court and miss two tip ins that or miss two baskets that could have won the game. Yep, two close ones too. Both of them hit the round. God, I hate Coach K too. He's such a hobbit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, any more over the baskets? Coach K is the best basketball college basketball coach ever. No, I don't think. I mean, statistically, no one's even passed John Wooden besides Pat Summit. Yeah, so. I think it would always be tough to say, like, to pat for anyone to pass John Wooden. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I think it would just be very, very tough. Yeah. What he did at UCLA in a different age, like, it's very, very, very Is body very armor tough. the new Gatorade? I think body armor is better than Gatorade. Hot take. Ooh. For, okay. at least for, like, while playing sports. It doesn't sit on me as heavy as Gatorade. Hmm. I don't know. Is it like, so I know it's made with coconut. Um, is it coconut, coconut water or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like I that. don't know what that is exactly. Um, so I guess that's better for you. I don't, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I, here I am drinking a Gatorade right now. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like Body Armor a lot. I it's tough to find it in like big packages unless you go to like Sam's. And even one, last time I was at Sam's, they didn't have it. So. Oh really? But yeah, that's what like everybody that goes to the podium. That's what they're drinking now. Oh, so that's probably has to do with NCAA sponsorship. Oh, okay. more than anything else. Yeah. Gotcha. So. But I, I mean, I, I'd say it's going to surpass, not Gatorade, maybe, maybe Powerade. And they had like the, the Gatorade like, buckets. Yeah. Um, for teams, like it, they had a body armor one. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, that's an NCAA sponsorship thing. I'd say. Um, most important. Most important. I think um, first one. I Ole Miss beat Arkansas Pine Bluff twenty-five to nothing in seven innings. Oh my gosh. They That's... also did their first no hitter since 1966. So wow, um, that's pretty crazy. And I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think Arkansas Pine Bluff is the same school that that um I don't know I don't remember the team, but the girl had like four home runs on, and it was uh, like a solo shot. Oh yeah, a two run shot, a three run shot, and a grand slam. Yeah. So, I'm pretty not sure a great Arkansas. day in the sport of <laughs> Arkansas baseball, is, softball, whatever you want to yeah. say. Um, my first one is Jay Williams tweeting pretty much at Admiral Schofield. He said, I respect Admiral Schofield for understanding the rhythm of his team and not playing end of game and overtime. The most powerful thing for any person to do is to take their own ego out of the equation. Glad it worked out. Again, kind of hindsight 2020 thing there. But, cool shout out. And I do, like we both we mentioned earlier in the episode, do agree with him to an extent. Yeah. So, uh, my next one's Mike Trout, the highest paid player in sports. You know, everybody's making those jokes about, um, like how he looks like a normal guy or whatever. And it's really funny. Cause I was like, I couldn't pick Mike Trout out of, a, out of a lineup. At least like with, if you put him with like 10 MLB players that I didn't know, like random ones, uh, I wouldn't be able to pick him out. 
Right. Like, unless he was, like, with average people, I wouldn't be able to pick Mike Trout He's out. pretty big. Right. That's not, like, if you put him with, like, 10 average people, I could pick Mike Trout out. Yeah. But it, 10 MLB players, I'd... Probably not. Probably not. Whereas, like, um, oh, my gosh. Bryce Harper, easy. Like, could spot him. Yeah. They just so, don't. I mean, he's not a very public player, I guess. 12-year extension um, with $430 million with the Angels. Crazy. It's nice. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so, do you... Is Kyler Murray kind of kicking himself? Maybe. Mm, do you do you think know. he has second second thoughts? I mean, I think I feel like money's always going to play a role in his thinking like that. But at the same time, I feel like he obviously did it because he loves football more than baseball. Yeah. Like I feel like that trumped everything. Yeah. And someone like he probably talked to someone that was smart, and they were like, "All right, listen, what's thirty million to you know sixty million? Really?" And I feel like baseball is kind of a sport, like. You could probably go back to it. If you don't, you probably can't stay out of it too long, but you right. could probably go back to it. If Say this, he doesn't make it in his three yeah. year con- rookie contract, he's probably playing baseball. Yeah, this, this first year look doesn't Tim, work look out. Look at Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, we talk about how great of an athlete he is. It, I think we talked about it on the episode, maybe just to each other, to not only take up, he hadn't played baseball since high school. Yeah. And then he's cracking, he's talking about getting a major league contract. That's impressive. Yeah. And he's won playoff games as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's impressive athleticism. I mean, Kyler Murray probably looked at that. You're right. I would think. He's like, dang, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I had this tweet that I thought was hilarious, and only a few people got it. I meant to mention this earlier. Um, so, Will Warren, he does the basketball scouting for uh, Fox Sports mm-hmm. Knox or whatever. He tweeted, my only personal positive is that I don't have to watch uh, Chevrolet, Silverado State University, and extremely online college play each other at 630 on a Tuesday night for Tennessee scouting purposes. And since he was naming fake schools, I tweeted at him and said, what about the University of North Carolina? We are talking about fake schools, right? Only a few people got it because they had the whole fake school scandal. He said, fingers crossed, I get to do that one. I was like, I wasn't talking about actual UNC. <laughs> I was talking about that they ran a fake school. Yeah, fake but yeah, so I thought that was a pretty good tweet. I was flipping through my screenshots. and I thought this was really cool. So each year I retired in Japan. Yeah, so tell me how that works. Like they just play in Japan. Yeah. So is it like, spring? Is it a spring game? I kind of think they did it just for him. Just for him. And so that's not a normal thing. No. Okay. No. Now was it technically a spring game? Yeah. So it's not a like a real right. Game. So he just would play with them for the. Did he just join them for that game just to do the whole retirement, or is he retiring this year? So they and played it's like a couple games in Japan. Is he like retiring this year, and this is like his farewell tour, or was that like his last game? No, that was it. So he was just with them for that game, probably. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um. So. This is interesting. So in 2001, he made his MLB, his first career MLB game, the Mariners beat the A's 5 to 4. In his final career game, the Mariners beat the A's 5 to 4. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah one of the best um one of the best hitters um in terms of like base hits um in the game, a great outfielder, great speed, great leadoff hitter. Um you know, he, he probably, actually not probably, he's the best Japanese player ever to play in the Major League Baseball. So, Is he the one that did the monkeys eat bananas? Is that, no, who is that? Um, who is that? He's a pitcher. So I found out that he speaks perfectly good English. He's just joking around, apparently. At least I read the comments on that video one time, and they were like, he's just messing around. Like, that's not his real... 
He d- he does speak like that. Oh, like oh, well, I mean, like maybe like accent, but like they were saying, like he speaks that it's not broken. Like it's like oh, it is it it is uh, broken. They it might it. not be now, um, but when that video uh, yeah. was made, it was. They made it seem like he speaks perfectly fine English, and I mean, he was definitely joking about the right. banana thing. Right, but- <laughs> banana bananas eat grapes. Bananas don't monkeys eat grapes. never or, yeah. crumps. <laughs> bananas eat grapes. Monkeys eat bananas. Monkey never crump. Great, great video. One of the greatest videos of all time. Fails of the week. Fails of the week. My first one is Bleacher Report. Nice. Um, really got to be careful how you word these quotes. Um, they quoted someone <clears throat> was saying, "Not many people could successfully coach a team to the NCAA tournament after killing somebody." He's a hero in my book. Find out where Jim. Uh, Beheim falls on our list of the 25 most courageous figures in sports history. Maybe saying without the word accidentally killing somebody and saying he coached him, you know, coaching that whole wording. He's a hero after killing somebody. Very, very poorly worded. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just toss the word accidentally in there just to clear it up for some of the people who maybe aren't familiar with the story. <laughs> I can't believe that in the past. Like they tweeted that and we're like, oh, this works. Yeah. That's a good one. Fire the interns. Yeah. Um, my first one is the officiating today. The two calls, oh the double foul was awful. Number one. Because, and I liked your tweet. It you, makes no sense. Yeah. See, so I'll, I'll let you kind of explain. Well, what. so, obviously, if you watched the game, you saw where Ferguson got shoved twice. And he probably did foul the guy the way he went into his body on the, the second one, or the third time to set that screen. It probably was a foul. Normally gets called in the game, except for the two prior full hand extension pushes prior to that. And then they recognize that and call a double foul. That should just be a foul on them, right? And be yeah. like, hey, we missed that one. Yeah. Because you you not blowing your whistle allowed the second foul to happen. Yeah. So that was a first foul and then he retaliated. So. Yeah. Or it should have been a technical on John. Yeah. For playing after the whistle. Yeah. But there was no whistle because you're terrible. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, you, you basically said you were wrong with the first foul. and Which, I mean, I guess, thank you for owning up to that, but Fulgerson shouldn't have gotten a foul. No. So. Yeah, because it should have been whistled dead after that. Yeah. But anyway. I don't get it. Um, so the second one was probably even worse on the Lamonte Turner. Um, so Bo Hannon shoots a three from almost half court. Um, Lamonte recognized that he's trying to get separation to um, throw up the shot, and Lamonte blocks it. Clean block. We get the possession, and they blow the whistle and said, well, they, they blow the whistle dead. Yeah. And then they came together and then said he hit him in the, hit him on the arm. First of all, he, he never hits he, him on the arm. He never touches him. So, yeah, how, how can you call something that you didn't see? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, bad. Jesus Christ, I thought I thought we were done with SEC officiating, but Jesus Christ. There was a really bad call, missed call against Grant. Like Grant fouled the shit out of a dude early in the first in the first half. Mm-hmm. It looked like a block in real time. I'll give them that. And then you go back and watch it, and he got like both the dude's hands. Oh yeah, I did <laughs> see that. Yes. Yeah. So he like missed the dunk. Yeah. Yeah, and he hit him right on the arm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so the first guy said that it was tipped, and then the guy from the opposite end, they said that he came in and said he hit him on the arm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because that was that was big. Yeah, because they got three shots out of that, that and they, we we would have it was a five point swing right yeah. there. We would have had, and then Lamonte was able to you know if you gonna give that to them, I'll just take my own three, and then hits one right in the dude's mouth. Yeah. 
Yep. Gotta love it, but that's terrible. Uh, Mossville is the NCAA. I think it's Mossville. The NCAA uh, tweeting the student and athlete a day in the life. Yeah, that's bad. That's not a day in the life for anybody. Like, that was too relaxed of a day for anybody, let alone a student athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, that might be their summer <laughs> schedule. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and you, you miss the 6 a.m. workout, too. Yeah. But other than that, that might be their summer schedule. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't think anybody there is actually being a student athlete. No, their replies were great. And, like, I think it was... Um, the oh my god Kamara replied he was like started to tell him he's like man this is nothing he was like dot 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 never mind forget it <laughs> he's like you don't get it at all so that was yeah that was uh yeah they missed the part like why tweet like you put you set yourself up to be made fun of when you tweet stupid shit like that yeah especially like in fall camp especially my freshman year when I went back to my room I literally cried <laughs> like I was in that much pain Hurt, yeah hurting so bad I, I couldn't even shower. I couldn't even get myself up to go take a shower. Yeah. I couldn't wash my hair because my, like, everything was bruised. <laughs> I feel like I had been hit by a truck for, like, a week and a half. And in fairness, you probably were hit by a few trucks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, any more fellas of the week? Yeah, Kenneth George <laughs> Jr. Who? Kenneth George Jr. Oh. Um, Vols DB, who, um, I'll read the charges. I love that someone said while you're pulling those up. Someone tweeted him. They were like, "Is he good?" And someone replied, "Not if he can't outrun the cops." <laughs> Fair enough. Good point. God, where's that? I think it was just like resisting, pretty much. Yeah, they. Because I don't think they like really had a reason to stop him. Yeah, so they said battery on law enforcement officer resist resisting an officer with violence, resisting an officer without violence and disorderly conduct. What's resisting an officer without violence? You're just, like, telling him you don't want to be arrested? Just I guess he, did he try to run, maybe? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. That's... I don't get it. And then they caught him, and then he <laughs> punched him. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean... He probably got the shit beat out of him. Apparently, there was a big fight, and the cops got involved, and then Dude, they somehow get... Involved. if it was a fight on one of the Old Row or Barstool or whatever, there was a huge fight on, like, Miami Beach. Yeah. Like, there were, like, six guys going at it. Like, it yeah. would not be fun to be in the middle of it. Yeah, great to see. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah. um, but not fun to be part of. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Um, and like That's some, a day in the life of a student athlete. Yeah. On spring <laughs> break. the cops. And uh, who was it? That gummit. Mississippi State quarterback. I can't think of his name right Dak now. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott got... He got the shit beat out of him. In fairness, yeah. he got sucker punched like three times. But he got the shit beat out of him yeah. in Panama one year. <laughs> and I mean, he ate him. He did. Like, he ate him. I was pretty impressed. I was like, draft him right now. That's tough. That's a guy that can get hit by DN and pop right back up. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, anything else? That's we're, it. Guys, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you one more time before Tennessee takes on Purdue in the Sweet 16. Um, hoping for the best there. And we'll, we'll talk about that and then the possibilities of an Elite Eight. We'll have a recap of the ETSU baseball game, as well as looking forward to the series against Vanderbilt. Is that home or away? It's away. It's away. Okay, so it's it's at Vanderbilt. Um, we'll be talking a little bit about ETSU's that. ETSU's at home, though. Okay, go go and check them out Tuesday night, right? Yep. Go and check them out. Um, sorry we've been away from you for so long, but we are back. Thank you all for listening. And if you guys want to leave us a message, um, tell us your thoughts on the game. Tell us literally anything. I mean, anything. Really, what, just if you have to the show, we'll, 
reply to it. If you have um, questions about life, you can just call and talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, we won't put it on the show. <laughs> so that number is 865-257-9539. Guys, great to be back. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.